Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Bata, and today I am interviewing Claudette Chanvar. Claudette coaches stepmoms who are striving to create a cohesive family life. She writes for Stepmom Magazine, has a blog, and speaks on parenting platforms. She has self-published one book on Amazon in 2019. It's called The Stepmom's Book of Boundaries, How and Where to Draw the Line for a Happier, Healthier Stepfamily. So, Claudette, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Josiane. Thank you for inviting me. I would like you to tell us a little bit more about you. All right. Well, um, as you mentioned, I'm a stepmom. I've been a stepmom since 1990, so that's 30 years. And um, when I first became a stepmom 30 years ago, there wasn't a lot of resources, if you can imagine, a life without internet, without Facebook. I can't imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a lot of people can't, right? So, but there was no resources or hardly any resources. So when my husband and I came together, we figured, oh, we'll be good. We both have kids from previous relationships. How many kids in total? Like how many did you have and how many did he have? So I have a son from a previous relationship and he had two daughters from a previous relationship. And so they were all the same age. So his daughters were six and seven and my son was six. So between all three of them, they were 18 months apart. It was almost like having twins, triplets. They were all close in age. Yes. So when they were young, that wasn't a problem. But when they became teenagers, that was a different scenario. And so um, we tried to find some information and resources, and we had a hard time. And so I went back to school. I went to uh, university and studied everything I could put my hands on in terms of family dynamics, in terms of communication. Okay, so you went back to school just like specifically for that. Exactly. I went to school because I couldn't find the answers to what I needed. And the thing is, we had gone to therapy before, but therapy had not helped us. In fact, we even had a therapist tell us to just go our own ways, give, stop, give up, and find a new relationship. And we're looking at each other and we're saying, what? No, that's not what we signed up for. Yes. And so I figured there has to be another way to do this. And so, yeah, I went to school just so I can understand what being a step family was all about. That's how dedicated you were to your marriage, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, at the time, we had heard that the divorce rates were really high and the statistics were terrible. And we didn't want to be part of another statistic. We wanted to be a success story. And in our books, we figure we are a success story. Yes. And so you've published one book, um, 
and it's quite a long title <laughs> about like how to have a, a thriving family where you have like um where you're a stepmom and so like what spurred you to write this book like why did you want to write it so over time i became a coach and the questions always came up the same things like how can they have boundaries how can they set boundaries and i know in our home we had a hard time setting boundaries because it, it we had another person dictating or telling us how we should be raising our kids in our own home and that doesn't work very well when you have different value systems and this was something i saw a lot and although there are some books on boundaries there were there were no books around specifically for step families for step moms and answering their questions on how to set boundaries and so with the help of my clients that kept asking me questions about how to set boundaries i thought i need to write a book and that's how it all started okay so there was a void and you felt compelled to give that information to people absolutely how, how long did that take you to write this book ah oh, it took me forever right um, <laughs> it took me four years um from the concept of putting together ideas and you know talking with clients it, it took me four years and i will say one of the reasons why it took me so long is i had no idea how to put together a book okay so how did you start like putting some questions that people were asking you and then you started writing like some answers like how did you go about that so one of the things I did was going over my clients' um, conversations or notes that we took together and I asked, and, and I looked at the questions that kept coming up and coming up. And then I did a survey. I used the survey tool to ask questions. I asked really basic questions because otherwise you can really go down the rabbit hole and then you never get anything done. So I asked some questions, um, open-ended questions in what it was that they had a hardest time dealing with. And so part of what they were struggling with were setting boundaries with an ex-spouse, setting boundaries when the stepkids came home, setting boundaries with their, their partner in understanding like, this isn't okay we need to have a conversation and then setting boundaries for yourself i mean a lot of times we think boundaries are about other people but really boundaries are about ourselves as well okay so, so you you teach how to do that like how the process yes. and how to tell them right because that's a hard part too is communicating the boundaries that we wish were there it's kind of exactly. delicate right Exactly. And so, you know, having a conversation with another person, especially with something that's um, so personal to us as boundaries, helps us to, well, first of all, get your needs met, right? And so if you're waiting for another person to guess what your needs and wants are, there's a big chance it's not going to happen or they'll get it wrong. And so there's a process I go through the book about asking yourself questions. Well, first of all, we look at values. What are your values? What are your beliefs? And then 
ask prioritize them and then I look at helping the person go through the in the book about asking questions about why is this important so then when you're having a conversation with your your partner or your spouse you're able to have to articulate this mm -hmm. so the book is really a process a how to help you set your own boundaries and I know I talk about stepmoms but honestly anybody who needs to set boundaries whether you're a step family or not is really helpful it sounds like you use a very scientific approach to writing this book right like you went out and looked for the needs of the people what they need to hear and what they need to know and like very um, methodic right like yes and and so part of also what i did is i did research um i love research to support um or this uh, discredit any mess we're hearing there and so I use a lot of research from experts in the field of boundaries okay. where um, I even use Brittany Brown as an example because she talks about boundaries in her books as well and so I look for experts who had ideas or why it was important to have boundaries to support the, the, the reasoning behind the book and to help inspire people to say, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. That is why I need to set boundaries. That is why I need to verbalize why, what my boundaries are. And so to, as you said, to be methodical, to be scientific. And so it's not just a question of this is my story and this is what I think, but it's really a research project that I put together for this, uh, for this book. <laughs> Great. And what advice would you give to an aspiring author? Oh, definitely. So if you have an idea, go for it. Um, there's this level of satisfaction. I, I call it like birthing a baby, right? Yes. <laughs> it, it took a lot longer than nine months to birth this baby, but this is my first baby. So um, think about what it is you want this book to be about what are the results you want this book to give the reader what do you want the reader to get out of this book and so those are the things i put in place before writing and then the other things that i did or for anybody who is aspiring if you're working with clients if you're already working in an area that you want to write out about Think about your process of what you're doing and then ask other people around you, you know, what do you think about this? So I approach this book at, from the term of being curious and from uh, research, like what are the gaps? And so I did a lot of research before starting this project and so you know a lot of times people will tell i'm just going to write a book about my story and that's great and i and i think it's a wonderful idea but really go deep and do some research about what's the gap in your area of expertise yeah. and see if you can answer those so do you feel now with that experience do you feel the next book you write will be a lot faster Definitely, absolutely. So when I wrote my book on boundaries, um, I was very lucky to have an editor work with me. And this editor 
already knew me and um, was already editing some of my articles for Stepmom Magazine. So we already had a collaborative um, work environment. And so some of the things from my first book said, no, this doesn't fit in here. And so we put it aside. Okay. It's your book, right? And yeah. so never destroy ideas from your first book because you can use it for a second book. Right. And so having said this, um, I, again, I did some research using Facebook and, and um, surveys and asking people, what do you think about the, uh, talking about this, this next topic, uh, wh which I will say is about adult stepkids. Okay. And so I'm just going to say that like that because I had no idea there was such a big um, gap in this area and that people really wanted to. And so these people are already helping me write my book at, at, as I'm asking these surveys. So okay, so you're already collecting material and ideas. So you'll have plenty of ideas when you get writing. Absolutely. So, so the second book will be less than half. So I'm sure it'll be a lot less long to put it together. Okay. And what was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author? Knowing what to do, like the steps. There are so much advice out there. So many people are saying all kinds of things, and then your head is got like so big it's about to explode with all the yes. ideas are there so my recommendation is follow one or two people that you trust that you actually like what they've done and so that you can see their process see like have examples of what they've done and then follow advice of one or two people because no matter how no matter how many people you follow, they all have their own thing. Yeah. And so it's about a relationship. You're building a relationship with someone. And so um, self-publishing, there some, there's some benefits to self-publishing, right? Yeah. But it's a lot of work. It, it's not, I publish my book, put it on a shelf, and it goes away. It, it sells on its own. That's not how it works. <laughs> So how did you promote your book then? So what, a lot of the things I've done that I will do different with the second book was I didn't promote it soon enough. So that is the one thing that I didn't do on the first one, but I plan on doing on the second one, right? So what I did is the people that participated in my book, read the book, um, answered the questions. I all had them uh, be a part of the, the launch. So I was saying, hey, you know, be part of my book, help me promote my book. And then the other thing I've done is talk about it on podcasts, similar as what we're doing here, right? Yeah. So find places to talk about your book. Um, write blog, uh, blog posts, um, little blurbs. Like I like to do on Instagram little quotes that I've used from my book that people, that people actually quoted or highlighted. When you go on Kindle, you can see this. Yeah. So I've taken the highlights that people did and they put Instagram posts. And so that's then, good. People pick, pick it for you so you already know what resonates with your reader. 
And so you use that to get more readers. That's really smart. I like that. Yeah. And then, um, and so, you know, recycle those and talk about those. Ask questions. What are your uh, areas of concern when it comes to boundaries? So really take pieces of the book and talk about it. Ask questions. What are your challenges? Um, I am also working on doing um, products based on the book that I I haven't completed them, but they're they're in the they're in the the oven, let's say, to, okay. to be processed. But then, like you said, those are things that you've done for the first book, and you want to do the second book differently. Like, what more can you do? So what I want to do for the second book is, um, you know, maybe have a Facebook group or a launch party, right? That I didn't do exactly the first one, but I want to do on the second one. Okay. The for the second one, what I want to do is maybe have a, a website page or a page from on my website with um, questions to ask. To, if you're going to have a, uh, a book club reading, right? You know how a lot of authors have suggested questions. So have that for my second book. Not that I can't do it for my, my first one, you know, but when you have it at the beginning, when everybody's excited, it helps to boost that at the beginning as well. Right. And then Amazon will see the sales like going up like crazy on the first weeks. So that's always helpful. Yes. The algorithm likes that. <laughs> I know. And, and like I said, you know, when I first started, we weren't fighting with algorithms so much. You just were on social media and it was like, everybody saw you. Now you only have a tiny piece of the pie and you yeah. have to work harder. And that's okay. I mean, the point is, for me, what I like is I'm going um, steady, moving steady forward. Yeah. which is, in, in, in my opinion, um, a good place to be because it's a steady stream forward. Yeah. And do you do additional things to promote yourself as a writer? Yes. So one of the things as we, and you mentioned in, my, in the intro, was that I write for Stepmom Magazine. So it's a monthly pub publication, and I think she has over 5,000 subscribers. So just writing for a magazine helped. And the magazine actually promoted my book when we published it. So that was That's very nice. helpful. Yeah. Really helpful. Um, and the other thing I do as a writer, um, occasionally I will write for Medium. So it's another platform that is separate. So, and my blogs. And um, so those are different things to do as a writer. And the more I write, the more confident I become. Right. Because if you've noticed, English isn't my first language. So I had to really learn to write thinking in English when I write in English. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I had a, an editor help me with the writing. And so my writing has improved a lot. And so the more you write, the better you get. And the more ideas you create and then the more you can publish your ideas and what would you say was the best way um, of advertising your books like where do you think people came from the most 
So where people came from the most was social media. Honestly and truthfully, when I did Instagram and Facebook, those are the two places that people came the most. Um, simply talking and asking questions, doing those pictures, especially on Instagram, of those quotes, using the Kindle highlights. Uh, and even myself, a, a few times I've done Facebook Lives on my book. Uh, when it was uh, Mother's Day, when it's uh, Thanksgiving, whenever there's big um, moments, I've, off, I've also done several uh, promotions, especially around Mother's Day, where I said, okay, for these next four days, you will get like $2.95 for the book instead of $12.95. And so I've done a few promotions, and that has helped uh, sales a lot. The purpose of the book, book is really to have people read the book and, and buy it, of course, but also to come and work with me after. Yeah, so you want to get customers for your coaching business with the book. So you establish your credibility with that. And so I, I was wondering, like, uh, sorry, I just want to go back to your Instagram because I wanted to know, like, do you pay for advertising or it's all organic? It's all organic. I have a hard time paying for advertisement that I don't understand fully or that all of a sudden it changes without my knowledge. Like if I have no control over it, like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna do this. So I do it <laughs> organically. And so a lot of times I'll do little mini videos, I'll do the post. I really like organic reaches because those reaches tend to be more long, long lasting yeah and sorry i you i interrupted you you were about to say something i don't know if you remember so um no i'm not sure okay, okay. so <laughs> let's go with uh, an advice that you would give to someone who wants to self-publish so if you're going to self-publish um as i mentioned earlier you know follow a few people you trust yeah. Be sure you understand if you're if, if you're self-publishing through Amazon and there's different ways of self-publishing. If you're going to self-publish by through Amazon, understand the rules and regulations of Amazon. Understand there's uh, ways of doing it, and it can be really easy if you follow to the letter what they're asking you. Now I understand there's other companies that self-publish that could self-publish for you. There's Barnes and Nobles and Indies. And this is a pre personal preference. Um, I know some people refuse to do Amazon and that is okay. I decided to do through Amazon because it's one of the biggest reaches for eBooks. Yeah, that's what I did too. I just said Amazon and that's it. That's the only platform I'm going to use because it's so big. And so, it, and it was so easy. And now that create space got bought out by Amazon, you can create both the ebook and the paperback in one place. Yeah. So I just thought it's, it was so easy to go right into Amazon. So, so the only problem that we had was with the cover, with the, 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 the bleeding bleed. of the bleeds and all this. So that was a little, a little, annoying but but we got it figured out but i love the fact that you know you could put it there and i actually was able to talk with a live person 
when we needed help and he walked me through it and said, okay, did you check this? Did you check that? And so it doesn't have to be a headache if you really go through the steps that Amazon has set. Yeah. Um, and I personally, when I do my second one, it will be through Amazon as well. Um, it's been easy. I got copies of um, author copies. I suggest that you get author copies and you read through a hard copy of your book just yeah. in case there's something you may have missed. Um, yeah, yeah, sometimes on the screen, um, it's harder to spot like irregularities or, and when you have it in your hands, like you just flip through the pages and you might notice something. And then you can go back, right? You can go back as many times as you want. If you're missing just the dot or you want to add an S or whatever, you can go back and update it. And yeah, and that's what I love, right? You can't, as long as it's minor, you can update your, your book without having to resubmit an ISBN. Yeah. Now, um, in, the, in the US, you have to purchase your ISBN. And I know, and I think in UK and Canada, you don't. The, the US ISBNs are, are free, I believe. Maybe not, but I think. I know that my ISBN was free, but it's not mine, it's Amazon's ISBN. Okay. So yeah. I did not purchase my own. I could have, but I just know that I want to self publish through them. And I don't want to get into like buying numbers and barcodes, whatever. I just clicked on the free one, got the free one. Yeah. And so again, you know, there's a lot of different advices around ISBN. And so, you know, pick someone to help you because as a self-published person, I had two other people read the content and they spent a lot of time reading the content, making sure it was correct and there wasn't any errors and um, making sure it's professional looking because... Yes. One of the things about self-publishing, you want it to look professional. You want it to look like it's a real good book that you can put on your shelf and be proud of and, and be happy about. So. Yeah. And also, I wanted to ask you, like, do you have other sources of income as an author? Because a lot of people want, wish that they could live from writing. And I know you're talking about coaching. So is that your main source of uh, income, the coaching? So the coaching is my main source of income. And what the book does, it, it helps people see what I've done. And so it sends them to me. So, I mean, it's my first book. I don't know. Maybe after I have three or four books, maybe it'll become my only source of income. Um, at this moment, it's not, but it is a really nice passive income. Passive yep. in that, um, <laughs> you know, it's not one-on-one -on -one coaching. You still have to promote it. And I know that when I'm not talking about my book or I'm not promoting or sending out information, I can see the sales or the read levels going down. But oh, okay. when I talk, so I, so which is nice with Amazon, right? You can actually see when people are buying it, when yeah. they're not. You see and it so, day by day. It's crazy. Like how much information you get from Amazon. Exactly. And so when I talk about my book, I can go back to what I've done before and say, oh, yeah, I did 
a podcast or this was promoted or I did a blog or I wrote about it in, in the magazine and then all of a sudden I see the promotion rise. And so if you think you're writing a book and it'll all about be sell by itself, it won't. Uh, the, you really need to talk about your book. And so whenever you're writing about a subject, make sure you love that subject a lot to be talking about it a lot. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to stick with that for a long time if you want it to sell, right? If you want to increase your sales. And so you're talking about one of the writing projects. Do you have a title for the next book? So for my next, I don't, ha I don't have a title per se, but I have the topic, which is um, Step Parenting Adult Step Kids. Okay. The roller coaster ride continues. So that is the premise of the next book. <laughs> Okay, and do you already have ideas about other books that you would like to write? Yes. <laughs> so, so, so this is this is one thing, right? When you start writing a book, you have ideas for the book, and so ideas for the books is um, how to create a support group for step parents, um, dealing with teenage step kids. So it's all around the theme of step families, but different areas. Yeah. So. The next one is definitely about adult stepkids because the request for that was there. Um, I've also had people ask about how to um, have respect or deal with disrespect from, from um, other people. And so the more you write, the more people are giving you ideas, especially if you're doing surveys or talking with clients, they will give you ideas of things to write about, which is okay. awesome. <laughs> and so if people want to know more about your work, where they, can they connect with you? So they can go to stepmomcoach.com. There you'll, you'll learn about myself, what I do. Um, my book is there as well. And I have some online courses that relate to step families. Okay. Well, that's good. I'll make sure to include all those links. Uh, you sent me a few links, so I'll, I'll include them in the show notes. So thank you very much, Claudette, for being with me today and sharing your experience. Well, thank you so much, Josiane. That was really good. I enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 